Okay, so this is the uh, the sing song podcast. Everyone has to do the podcast in uh, in sing song voice. Yeah. All right, we have to stop and officially recognize whoever turned in that intro. Yeah, that was great. Um, that was JJ Brasman. You get and, he's, and I just read his email all the way through. He sang every part. Oh, did he really? Yeah, it was all him. That dude deserves a bowler cap and a uh, fancy mustache. I think he <laughs> might have been using trial software to record his pod, his his theme song because it came in two pieces. The first, the, like the first minute, and then the second piece, and he asked me if I could edit the two together. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and I had to I had to cut them together for him. That's nice. dedication. The wow. Dude, the dude had a vision, and he carried through. That was awesome. That was yeah, solid. man. That's. I gotta say, before this podcast started. Gus was all business. Did you see that, Jeff? Yeah, I did. Gus is he's a uh, he doesn't have time to fuck around. This is the all this is the all business podcast. Today we were getting hand signals. Like, here's yeah. how many if we have three minutes left, I'm gonna hold up three. <laughs> Five, two minutes left. Just so we got we got a lot of shit to do. Pax is coming up this weekend. We've uh, we, I I don't know about you guys, but I've fallen behind in my work. I got a ton of shit to do. Let's hear about it, Gus. What's on the Gus plate today? Uh, I got to eat lunch. That's good. Uh, I've got a nap Gus at, at twelve thirty. Uh, it's it's just nonstop. I was speaking of lunch. I got a new place for us to go today. Oh, if there's really? T- if there's time. I don't have time. You guys aren't supposed to start that until the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. right. When Gus holds up a three, then you can do. <laughs> no, when I do lunch the four, then we're doing. Then we're doing lunch talk. Then it's all lunch talk. Then I'll all tell you the time. All right, let me know when it's okay to talk about. I, I did some pre-search today. No, I, I was ready to talk about lunch. It's, uh, it's dad over here. Who's a little upset pre-search? about Take it easy. What yeah. the fuck is a dad coming? <laughs> tell, tell us where you want to go for lunch, Jeff. I want to go to a place called Your Mom Burgers. <laughs> your mom burgers yeah it's on east just opened up on east 1700 east caesar chavez oh shit that's far i can't go there it's a short drive i'm gonna get, <laughs> i'm gonna guess with it's two miles away the number of restaurants that are just being opened in trailers and by random people in austin that these things are not actually being certified by the city yeah like, certified who would do that like who who says this is okay you can eat at this place the city, you actually Health have, inspector? You have to get certified to run a food food cart Can't in, open. Uh, in Austin. Yeah. Theoretically. I mean, <laughs> I guess you know. so. <laughs> the inspector Theoretically, you can't murder anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, in theory. Let's think about those food trucks. Like, the inspector walks up and is like, wait a minute, I haven't inspected you. You just get in the driver's seat and drive off. <laughs> at 30 miles an hour. Exactly. <laughs> in a trailer with a burning grill in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yesterday we had a good time. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday yeah. we was Zach it? looks like God, dude. You I'm in horrible. so much pain right now. That's the worst I've ever seen you look, dude. I, wow. So I'm the only one. Wow. In the pod- I'm saying a lot. I know. <laughs> I'm the only one in the podcast right now without headphones because my ears hurt so bad because they're so burnt. 
<laughs> That's the worst Jack has ever looked. Ugh. That's like putting a barrel into the bottom of a barrel and then going to the bottom of that barrel. <laughs> we were outside all day yesterday. Yeah, it was it was good. We were at the old. I like uh, it, we somehow look worse with sun. How yeah, is that like possible? sun was not good to oh. us. I, luckily, I had a helmet on all day. Well, no, the problem was it was it was like sunny all day, but it was never hot. So you don't feel like, oh, I am getting sunburned. It's like, no, no. Then I look down at 3 o'clock. I'm like, oh, my God, my arms are red. And You know, ugh. I don't know how much we should say about what we did yesterday. But Why not? Talk, we're showing it at PAX. Okay. Theoretically. I will say that <laughs> In I, theory, my initial – my initial – yeah, that's a good question. Brandon. Brandon. Oh, then, okay. <laughs> my initial reaction when I got to the scene at the abandoned airport and you gave me what is – uh, essentially a hazmat suit to put on. <laughs> I was like, here we go again. Bernie finds a way to make me miserable every time we do a fucking shoot. And you give me a football helmet and a hazmat suit. And yeah. I was like, God damn it. However, I'm the only one who didn't get burned yesterday, I think. Because well, the helmet? Because the, he- cause the, the full helmet. body suit and the helmet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The long I, got a, I got a little sun on my nose, but that's the, it. The worst part about that suit is I was wearing one of those suits too, is that all the heat stayed trapped in it. It like, yeah. it like somehow warmed up and then there was no airflow through it until mine got ripped. <laughs> so I don't know how I don't know how you dealt with it all. Day. It was not fun. I tried to keep it open, the zipper open as much as possible. That's a barbecuing technique. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Roasting. Put stuff in a little bag. I was slow roasted. <laughs> yeah. But I I I don't have a, a, any sunburn at all, and my wife is miserable, and you guys all look burned. So except oh, for Gus here. Yeah, she got burned. Uh, yeah, you bit. look a little red. Yeah. I no. love though. You guys are funny. Oh no, we were in the sun. <laughs> I know, right? Brandon at one point looked like a raisin. <laughs> but we did a thing yesterday where we shot outdoors all day. And it wasn't, like Jack said, it wasn't that hot of a day. No, like 75. No, and it was breezy. I mean, it, I don't think I was sweating at any let, point during the day. No. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. It was fucking windy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, windy. It was beyond breezy. It was windy. And, um, which I hope, you know, we can, you know, edit around that stuff. But, we essentially built a 3,500-pound toy. Yes, we did. That was a lot of fun. In fact, when we was a little experiment that we ran, and the experiment after we got done shooting it was so much fun that we just sat there <laughs> or experimenting, experimenting <laughs> with this thing constantly. We'll have to do some careful editing stop. there. Yeah. I, also, I also learned something interesting about abandoned parking lots. No matter how remote and out of, the pl- out of the way an abandoned parking lot is, including this one that was hidden by berms of dirt yep. that had grass growing on them. They were there it's, so been, long. it's been abandoned for 12 years. Been abandoned for 12 years that apparently about every 15 minutes somebody comes to the abandoned parking lot. A really city weird. employee. A city employee or like a yeah, street sweeper, a couple of homeless people carrying bamboo. Running kid, with bamboo. I was like, who the yeah. fuck? Some like 55-year-old dude on a bicycle, some uh, old joggers. Uh, the old couple, yeah. The old, it was the crazy. The lady with the dog. The dude who was using the parking lot as a shortcut. The dude, he, yeah. he, like, he like drove his like Hyundai Sonata like out of the fucking bushes <laughs> like, up into the parking lot like nothing and just waved and kept going. It was like, where the fuck is this guy? The white SUV that pulled up and watched us for an hour and then backed up and left. <laughs> it tur- turned out there was no one in there. As I was leaving, I looked in. There was no one in that car. That's oh, that's creepy. even crazy. So creepy. they parked and then got. They went somewhere. It drove itself. <laughs> so, some dude was laying in the back seat getting a. Of all those people, the weirdest <laughs> guy to me was the guy on the mountain bike who yeah. started off about a hundred yards away. Then he got to 75 yards away. Then he got as close as 25 yards away, just sitting there, standing there watching us. Then he stood next to our cars for a while. It, it, right. <laughs> it was like Ninja Cat. Like, you would look at him. He'd be kind of far away. You'd look down, do some work. You'd look up, and he'd be suddenly closer. You'd look down, he'd look up, and he was right in front of you. <laughs> he just fucking Ninja Cat his way all the way up. Well, we were there for about seven yeah. hours, and we must have seen ten different sets of people come and go. It was really crazy. Yeah. 
in the middle of nowhere. If like you, and also not an easy place to get to. Like no. you'd have to know where to turn. To I drove it. past it like five times trying to find it yesterday yeah. morning. Yeah, I and I, I'd been there before too uh, for something completely unrelated. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, I, and it was still hard for me to find, even though I'd been there before. So it was weird. But at the end of the day, it was just, we were in the sun too long. You know, nobody knew how hot we were. And then we started commenting, Hey, you look a little red. <laughs> and if you say that while you're still out there, that should be a warning that's, sign. That's a bad sign. So yeah, it's going to get a hell of a lot worse. I actually, I actually started to feel a little sick. I had a real bad headache when I got home last night and I fell asleep like right after I lost. I fell asleep like at nine o'clock and slept for 12 hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel world better now. So Gus wakes up at 9 a.m. I was, <laughs> I was so, yeah, how's that, what's that like? I was so tired. Pretty awesome. I, I didn't, I didn't fall asleep like you did, but I was so like physically beat down because Gus and I had a whole other thing going on, <laughs> but I was so, I was so tired and exhausted from the day of shooting and what great. you and I went through. I didn't want to talk about that, but yeah. I, well, I'm not going to say exactly. I'm just going to say that I couldn't, I didn't want to fall asleep, but I was too tired to stay in the living room. So I didn't watch, I chose not to watch Lost last night so I could lay in my bed and watch anything else. <laughs> just so I didn't have to sit in a chair. My face was so burned that last night I tried, I usually sleep on like on my stomach, on my face, but I was like trying to sleep on my back and I woke myself up two or three times where I had rolled over and like my face touched my pillow and it hurt so bad it woke me up. <laughs> It's wow. it's rough. You guys are babies, man. <laughs> Dude, well, I, I hope you I hope you man up and I hope you look better by the time packs are all yeah. Dry. Yeah, no kidding. I've got I brought the solar cane today, so I'm going to be lathering myself up with that. I mean, it may be different for the last like five years of my life since we've been indoors, sitting in front of computers the entire time. But I'm pretty used to getting sunburn at least once a year. Yeah, sunburns aren't bad. I got yeah. sunburned last week actually. When I was, yeah, I was canoeing. See, that's what I was going to say is that you had the helmet and you had the full body suit. But you also had had a previous week of sun from your vacation, which, by the way, how was your vacation? It was the most relaxing week of my life. Really? Yeah. We'll see what this fucking smirk. <laughs> I don't want to like, oh, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I'm not going to go too too deep into what I did on my vacation, but I will say this. I didn't, what? Why not? I didn't touch a video game for five days. That is rather relaxing. It, you have no idea. I didn't, I was, I was away from computers and video games you, for five You stayed days. away from your primary leisure activity for a week? <laughs> yeah. How did you manage? <laughs> that must have been so relaxing. No, it really was, man. I didn't take my job home with me. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> Come on. I, I'd say what, the last couple of nights, um, I've seen Jeff on Xbox Live playing Final Fantasy. You're still playing Final Fantasy. I love it. Is the tutorial over yet? Uh, Has it been yeah. two weeks now? Yeah, yeah, yeah about that. I'm thir- you- I'm, I got about 30, 30 hours in it right now. How, how far along are you percentage-wise? I am on chapter nine. I'm at a many. weird point. Oh, I don't know. I think there's like 17 chapters, maybe. So you're like halfway done at 30 hours? Mm-hmm. But I've been grinding for a while. Like, I uh, I, I hit this sweet spot in chapter nine, and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to leave. Because I can keep collecting... Uh, chapter nine? Yeah. I can keep collecting, uh, what are they called, incentive chips, which are worth 2,500 gil each. So Wow. Wow, you must well, be a you must gill. be a big player in Final <laughs> Fantasy Land. It sounds I'm just using it to I'm just using it to level up weapons. It sounds like a full life. It's great. It's great. <laughs> hey, you Jeff, have everything you need. Um, you can never make fun of me for World of Warcraft ever again. No, yeah. you can. You can. I can. No, no, also, no. you you know exactly what I'm talking about because you've played every Final Fantasy game. I know, but I get you to make fun of you now because I, I didn't, I'm not playing 13 though. You will. They just released a new patch for World of Warcraft. Do you know what that is? No, it's something about like the randomized instances or something like that or battlegrounds. I don't know. 
I saw a brief blurb on Kotaku about well, it. What an informative section of the podcast. Well, I asked you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked if you knew about it, jackass. It's something to do with characters. Go back, go back to sleep may, over there, there, Sunburn. There may be a dragon and or a dungeon introduced in this patch. <laughs> I will say, uh, during my week off, though, I made up my goal to go to a different dive bar at 2 p.m. every day, and I was able to accomplish that. So I spent a lot of like early afternoons listening to old guys bitch about the basketball tournament while I got drunk. Yeah? Yeah, it was cool. There's this place right by our house, right by where Gus and I live, called the Carousel Lounge. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Really? Yeah. Remember you guys had a goal at one point in your life, this was an actual life goal, that you were going to drink at every bar in Austin. I think about that all we, the time. We were going to start a website. I think we even owned a domain. We owned a domain for it. Austin we, Drinkers. We started it. We, st- we, went, we went to a bunch of bars that we've never been back to since then. <laughs> Gus and I got drunk at a Holiday Inn bar one time just <laughs> just because of that. The, uh, the fucking bartender, I guess, was from Colorado, and Col- I guess whatever the fucking hockey team from there had just won. He... Gave everyone free drinks. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the avalanche. I guess the 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 patch note you're talking about, Jack, is I guess they introduced a random battleground system. Okay. How lazy do you have to be to lose the enthusiasm for getting drunk every day? I mean, like, what? Where does that project fall get, apart? <laughs> I still get drunk every day. Just do it at home. Yeah. Come on. Got to go outside. We we've already established that we're not outside people. That's where the sun podcast. is. Yeah. No, I, I thought that was a great idea that we had with a friend of ours uh, named Bradley, and I would like to, I'd still like to do that someday if we ever find the time, Gus. Mm-hmm. I would also like to um, like adapt that so that it includes hamburgers. <laughs> There's so many great burger places in Austin. Man, I drove past the fucking Hat Creek on Burnett the other day, uh, and it made me sad. I haven't been back. I haven't, I haven't been to that location since they left downtown. I haven't either. Yeah, so sad for them. We're just back to the local food segment. <laughs> yeah. How do we get away from the local food segment? That's two times in. One hand signal, which is 11 <laughs> minutes. So did you see that, uh, I guess, uh, Valve announced in the Left 4 Dead DLC that one of the Left 4 Dead original characters will not survive? We yeah. mentioned that on, on on Abu this week, as a matter of fact. I did see that. Well, let's not talk about it then, because it's apparently Jack's already talked about it. Way to go, Jack. Yeah, Wait. it's been discussed on the internet. We can't possibly yeah. mention it again. <laughs> Jack gets first... <laughs> yeah, I, call, I call dibs on that news. So I guess uh, in, I the, know who in, it is. in the Left 4 Dead 2 you DLC. You do know who it is. I, I, know. I know who it is. Uh, no, I don't. I think, well. Wait, do you know who I've got is? some ideas. Do you know who it is because you read it somewhere or because you were told by somebody? I know who it is because I was told by somebody, so I'm just going to stay quiet. You're going to get okay. fucking kidnapped Wait and tortured at PAX now. Is it actually official? They announced that they yeah. announced someone they announced dying. They someone will die. They didn't announce who. But they said it official. It's not speculation or rumor. Uh, I'm reading it on Kotaku. That came from Valve because I wouldn't want to say. Yeah, the news come from Valve. comes by way of Valve's Chet. Uh, Chet yeah. is the writer for Left 4 Dead. Who yeah. was speaking, I guess, to Jeff Keighley at GDC. Yeah, actually, he was the guy I met at uh, X10. He was a really nice guy. He's the writer. You know, you know where... Uh, uh, is that your friend now? He is. He's <laughs> my friend. Cool. He had a, he had a trump BFS. card, my knowledge. <laughs> so I guess the original survivor will die in the Left 4 Dead 2 DLC, but then there will be more Left 4 Dead 1 DLC, which has you work up to that point. Unless I'm, unless I'm wrong. Let me see if I can remember this correctly. Uh, Chet is a writer uh, that works... He does Left 4 Dead. Right. And he's a writer for Valve. And essentially the way that he got his job at Valve was he was just writing a website that probably a whole lot of people hadn't heard of called Old Man Murray. And I think it's Chet that was writing that. Oh, really? And, he oh, really? And, and Gabe was just a reader of it, Gabe Newell, and just said, I like these guys. So he's great. Let's hire him. Yeah, Gabe and Tycho of Penny Arcade used to link to Old Man Murray stuff all the time yeah. know, years ago. Back in the way back in the day. Yeah. I didn't realize that that's where he came from. Yeah. Chet. They have their email pictures up of them. Up on the site. Oh, wow. That's but, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an old site. So go to oldmanmurray.com and you can see some of uh, Chet's earlier work. We'll definitely be sure to link dump that. Yeah. It's interesting to see uh, how Valve picks up. 
I feel like they, they do something kind of similar to what we do. They find people that they like on the internet or that are involved in their community and then bring them on board to do stuff. Kind of like how they, that's how they acquired Turtle Rock, who yeah. made Left for Dead and I guess Chet from Old Man Murray. But not any of you who are listening. More, yeah. Was it, whereas we find people from the community with low expectations <laughs> <laughs> and exploit that. Yeah, how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Jack. <laughs> Thanks. Then we abuse them until they leave. I'm trying to think when the, trying to see on here when the last article posted on Old Man Murray was. Did you guys read this back in the day? Uh, I've read the site before. I, I wouldn't say that I read a lot. I only ever really read it when it was linked to from Penny Arcade. I, I, yeah. It never was in my regular rotation. Yeah, but I've actually never heard of it. The last article posted was 12-12-2001. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Then they took a big break, and then there's... They just couldn't handle the stress after 9-11. one thirty one Broke them apart. Last review was of The Sims Hot Date. Ooh. <laughs> so. Cool that the site is still up, though. But that's cool. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are doing, you know, game review sites and doing, you know, gaming blogs. And to know that you can get a reader of the caliber of someone like Gabe Newell, and then suddenly you're offered a job. That I think that's pretty cool. I think a lot of people would appreciate that. And it actually does happen. Mm-hmm. Not to us, but... <laughs> 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 Apparently it happens to somebody. You want to go work for Gabe Newell, is that what you're saying? No. I mean, no. No, I'm very happy working with you. <laughs> if you worked for Gabe Newell, you'd never get to spend an entire day out in the sun with a fucking helmet on. <laughs> doing get, and, and that's not, that wasn't the bad part. I, I, I don't want to go into it, but it was what we were filming had a really rough period. I, I think I had it way worse than you. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to have to lean on. Uh, I'm going to leave. Lean you got one. Way. You got one bad moment. No, but, uh, no. I, I had got, a couple. I got this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget he tore. Don't forget he tore his suit. His my suit. suit. Yeah. My paper suit was torn. Just so you know. Yeah, well, I got hit in the head. It's actually carbon fiber. I don't know if we told you that. Carbon fiber? That's even, how hard you were hit. Even worse. <laughs> so I'm reading on Twitter, uh, all the people we know are already headed out for PAX. Are we sure that PAX starts on Friday and not Thursday? <laughs> Uh-oh. Maybe we should double check that. <laughs> when, when is preview day? Is that, is that Friday? There's no such thing as preview no, day. That's, that, like that's Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Fucking idiot. Go back to sleep. Jesus Christ. Sunburn's already gone straight to your head. Uh, no, yeah, the dealer, the exhibit hall for PAX opens at 2 p.m. on Friday. Yeah. What time's it closed, do you know? Uh, I believe it's at 6 or 7 p.m. I don't remember I off the top of my head. I looked all over the website the other day, and I couldn't figure it out. It's in that link I sent you. Remember I told you to bookmark it? I said, this is where the exhibit hall hours are, in case you can't get them. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. I wonder if I bookmarked it. Yeah, I'm, I doubt you did. I, I bet I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it definitely starts Friday. Jeff and I are flying out there uh, tomorrow morning to get our booth set up. Woo! So when I flew out to I flew out to New York for the screenings for the Streamy Awards. You guys familiar with the Streamies are? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that, by the way? It was okay. It was okay. I kind of wish I hadn't made the trip all the way to New York to do it. Really? Uh, yeah. They had, they had screenings in New York in and in L.A. and um, we're it, we're in the Academy, so I had to go out and vote on the nominees. So I thought I'll go. I you know this is important. People want awards, and so let's take this seriously. So I flew out there to, to, to watch the screenings of the nominees. I probably could have done it just as easily from the comfort of my own home. Uh, but then I went from there to New York. Then we went to – what did we go to Seattle for? Emerald City Comic Con. That's where we go. And then we came back here for South by Southwest. So this, like, weird triangle of flying a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you, you covered the entire there. country. Look at you. Pretty much. I think I, I, think I added, like, 6,000 miles. You're like George Clooney. In that one trip. Hey, I'm getting close, man. <laughs> you know what I'm at now? What are you at? I'm at 1.85 million frequent flyer miles. That's pretty crazy. I'm getting close to 2 million. You know, I watched Up in the Air feel it coming. recently with my wife, and uh, she was like, 10 million frequent flyer miles. Is that a lot? I was like, yeah, that's a lot. That's a ton. She's like, it doesn't seem like it. And I said, well, let's put this in perspective. 
you know, in the movie, George Clooney says that he flew 350,000 miles in the last year. If you, if you do that for three years, you fly a million miles. Mm-hmm. Do that for 30 years, you fly 10 million miles. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We knew a guy who had a ton. The guy who used to ship our stuff. Before, oh, before yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, would, he would personally get on the plane with the stuff. That's why he had so many miles. <laughs> yeah, he would. He'd ship it to everybody. He'd hand it to <laughs> But, the, uh, you know, he, had, he apparently had some job in Asia where he'd fly over there a bunch. But anyway, so we fly typically American, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's changing I, I, lately. That's changing, yeah. But, you know, yeah, American has been a lot. You used to be into the miles thing, too. You're not anymore? No, I totally am. But okay. I'm just so fed up with their old planes. That uh, I'm, I'm open to. I'm open to change. I'm just. I'm. I just. I'm, I just go for shortest flight now. That's all I care about. No layover. Well, yeah, American yeah, well, typically was always the shortest for us, yeah. and it still is for the most part, unless continental. Well, we all love or living, like JetBlue or whatever. JetBlue is awesome. We all living in love, love living in Austin, but there's one problem with being here, and that is it's very rarely a direct flight anywhere. Mm-hmm. A, a nonstop. A nonstop. You know. Yeah. We, we, learned, we learned the distinction between nonstop and direct. <laughs> We have the world's most worthless international airport, essentially. Do you know what it takes to qualify as an international airport? One international flight? No. You have to be uh, one flight away from an international airport, like that you can connect to something. Oh, really? That then flies. Oh. Isn't everyone an international airport then? We actually do fly to Mexico, though. We fly to Mexico? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, look at us. Yeah, yeah there yeah, we go. Yeah. We go to Cancun. It's at that South Terminal that I've never been to. Yeah, you ever been over there? Has anyone ever been to that? No, Any that, that's the new one they opened up a couple years yeah. ago, right? No, it's like not at all attached to the real airport. It's made out of like f- cardboard. <laughs> Anytime it rains, they have to rebuild it. I do have to say, we have a really nice airport. It's, it's now. The, oh, it's great. Oh yeah, it's one of the few you can actually just like walk from you know check in and bam, you're right at your gate within like five minutes. J- Jeff, is he going to talk about the blue bonnets? I thought. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say anything. We were at the abandoned airport. The old uh, airport. You should call it abandoned. It's not abandoned. It's a, the, the old airport. Well, right. They it's moved not, it's not the abandoned because it's not there anymore. The only thing left is the tower. Which is cool. Yeah. And, the, and the signs say, like, terminal this way and all that way. But uh, Jack has lived in Austin his entire life. In fact, Jack is like a fifth-generation Austinite or something, right? Yeah, fifth generation. Which is pretty impressive because Texas is a relatively new state in terms of the union. So your family were here before Texas yeah. was a state? We were here when it was still, I guess, a territory or whatever, before they made it officially a state. All right, well, stop bragging. Anyway, so... <laughs> Are you friends with Davy Crockett? I am. We're BFFs. <laughs> My family was here when it was still Mexico. <laughs> he just calls him Dave Crockett. Yeah. But, uh... Uncle Dave. D- 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 <laughs> Uncle D. Uncle D. <laughs> but yesterday, Jack kept asking everyone about the old airport, because he had been here when it was the official airport. As, as was I, and so was Matt. And we've all been there. I, I was here, too. And yeah. apparently there was some kind of blue bonnet display in that airport. Jack we, must we, have asked everybody he came in contact that day about that blue bonnet I think he has to do it on the bike, also. He, like, everyone well, who walks through the question? parking lot is like, hey, remember the blue bonnets? Why were, why were the blue bonnets hanging upside down from the fucking know. carousel? Luggage carousel, such a big deal no, no, to no, you. It was, it's like, that's like your, your penultimate childhood I, I have memory. This, I have this weird distinct memory of these blue bonnets hanging above the metal detectors as you walked up to like the terminal. Let me ask you a question. Were uh, they real? I don't know why. Were they real? Did they look real? Probably not. Because I remember seeing them a couple times. Maybe it's like some kind of weird suppressed memory. Was yeah, it, maybe. Was your uncle be. there? Was Davy Crockett there? <laughs> maybe it's like a conspiracy theory thing. Like blue bonnet what? is the code. You're about to be. You're about to be activated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a sleeper agent for hostess or something. <laughs> Looking at Jack, I really doubt that he's a sleeper agent. Oh, he's an all-out agent. Jack, Jack, and I are working on a new weight loss contest. We're going to get into something here. We're trying to figure out the rules of it. We're, tr- we're trying to figure it out. A new weight loss contest. Have you Keep been in one before? Yeah, previously. 
Hey, how'd, hey, that, hey. how'd that go? How do, how, how do you think we got down to this the right away? The results are stunning. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me finish the story, though, about American. Oh, yeah. So I did this, like, triangle thing. So I thought, okay, I'm going to be on three flights in the next three days. The first flight I get on has wireless because American has wireless on some of their flights. So I get wireless, uh, and I think, well, it's 9.95 a flight, and I have two flights because I'm connecting through Dallas. I'm just going out to New York. So I'll get the 30 days for $30. And then we're going to Boston as well. So I'll get all these trips. You don't have wireless and all these flights. Out of six flights I took on that trip, two of them had wireless on the flight. And now I'm hoping that maybe I can break even on this in the Boston flights. That somebody will have wireless on one of these planes. Well, I would fucking hope so. It's frustrating. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, that's that's the worst part. They shouldn't offer they shouldn't offer the extended service if not all the flights. Yeah, I think you know it makes more sense if you fly out of like I think New York. If you fly to New York, I bet most of the flights have wireless. You know, a, a big hub for them. Right. But uh, flying out of Austin, not really. How are you connecting to Boston tomorrow? Are you connecting through Dallas or through Chicago? First of all, I'm not going tomorrow. I'm going Friday. Oh, Friday. Uh, and then... We're going through Dallas. You're going through Dallas? You, yeah. and I, you and I are going through Chicago. Yeah, Jeff right? and I are going through Chicago. I don't know why. See, that's what I did when I went out to New York, so I went through Chicago, and mm-hmm. that's why I had the flight, I th- or had the wireless on the first flight. Oh, yeah, Austin, Chicago? Yeah. Oh, Woo! dude, wireless. Woo! Yeah, I think so. And, and the other thing, too, I think it depends on the plane, because yeah, we fly does. a lot of Super 80s. And the way those are the ones with the engines in the back of the plane. Yeah, the two three configuration with the seats. Yeah. Well, did the super the super eighty have Wi Fi or were you on a seven fifty seven? I think it was on a seven fifty seven. You know what? You know what this means, Gus? We're gonna make some people uncomfortable with streaming porn. <laughs> Jack's, Jack's been doing something kind of creepy. I'm gonna call Jack out on it. Okay, good. Jack connects back to his computer and listens into the office when he's not here. No. Yes. I've done it. I've the only time I ever connect back to the computer is to start uploads, and that's it. He connects back, and the microphone activates when you take control of your computer. Uh-huh. So he listens to the office when he's not here. What do you hear? What, no, you, what have you nothing. heard? Have you heard anything juicy? No. Do you keep a log? No. You like a police scan radio fan? <laughs> that's not right to do that, right? No, that's creepy, dude. Well, if the, you think that's creepy, you can also activate the webcam if you wanted to and spy in on you guys. Uh, yeah, on that computer, I guess you can. Mm-hmm. Hey, when are they going to make the Mac the 30-inch cinema displays with cameras? Uh, they probably won't. I think they're about to introduce a 27-inch yeah, display with the camera like this. Yeah. But uh, so, I don't think they have any plans for the 30. I don't know if they can make it that big How yet. big is your display right there? This that, is a 22. God, that seems just or as 24. big as a 30 to me almost. I think that's a 24. I think it's a 20. This is a 24. They're about to introduce a 27. Yeah. Huh. There, were, there was a rumor for a while that Mac or Apple was going to start making TVs. Now it's going to be like the next big thing. A rumor about a Mac product? <laughs> Who could imagine? But it was going to be like an iMac that was also a television that was meant for like a living room. I think huh. that, that that might have been misinformation. Like someone yeah. saw the, the trademark filing for Apple TV. Yeah. And hey, thought that. that could be true. Is the iPod, yeah. is the iPad for presale yet? Oh, yeah. 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 Man, yeah. I, I signed up to get notified when it went on presale. And, uh, it I went on got presale March 13th, I think. Yeah, yeah that's that a big deal. It went on at like 2 in the morning. They never, uh, they never sent me the email letting me know. Well, Watch your pre-order that- right now. I will as soon as podcasts over. I'm that, that was in the previous Awu, remember? And that was when Gus was on the couch. Yeah. No, I don't. You put, no, 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 okay. You were too busy concentrating to throw uh, Xbox games. Oh yeah. Days. There you go. Jack's just fucking crowbarring in the Awu place. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you want to cut away to a segment of Awu during the podcast? Uh, no, not particularly. That thing's working out really well. I'm Thanks. a big fan of Awu. I really am. We still seem to be talking about it, so I guess it's <laughs> something. I right. saw you had uh, Major Nelson do your number for yeah. uh, for this yeah, week's, we did. this week's episode. Yeah. Who, yeah, we he was had funny. A, he was funny, just in that little number. I thought we got a funny. pretty. Jack has a pretty good idea for the next 
uh, introduction. I yeah, think the next cool. one should be pretty, f- or the next number should be pretty funny. Yeah, Major Nelson's a real stand-up guy. He only charged by the digit. So still, <laughs> they're still in single-digit episodes. It was way cheaper than if they got yeah. to like ten. Or well, it's union stuff, dude. You have to. <laughs> he's he's a certified member of what is it, AFTRA? I'm sure, sure. he is, right? Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Why not? I'll make him that. Okay. So <laughs> the uh, the iPad initially started off as going to be a four hundred ninety nine dollar item, right? Uh, at the cheapest level, right? Yeah. Was that without three G? Sixteen gigs Wi Fi only. So basically, not the one you want. That's the one I want. You want the cheapest one with no with no sixteen 3G? gig Wi Fi? Yeah, that's for Griffin. She doesn't. She's not going to need three G. <laughs> I like that. It's for my wife. It doesn't matter. Where she's where, already got a G in her name. Yeah, and all, Jeff has a G. And I and then we also know Gavin that's, and that's Gus. 2G. We're four G. They're four G. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, the way I look at it is, I can't tell you the last time I was with my iP- I was with. I would need an iPad or laptop where I wasn't around Wi-Fi. Well, you never carry your yeah. laptop with you, so I, I can see why you wouldn't need Wi-Fi. Yeah, I take it with me. I mean, I have it at the I have Wi-Fi at the office. I have Wi-Fi at home. It's at every coffee shop in town. Where's your laptop right now? It's at home. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you where this. I have Wi-Fi. Well, if you don't take your laptop anywhere, of course you don't need. Well, like Griffin, <laughs> Griffin, Griffin uses my laptop now more than I do because oh, okay. I don't. I have this desktop at work to work on, and so she takes my iPod or my laptop around her to theaters and to coffee shops to sketch or to work or to have production meetings, mm. and they always have Wi-Fi wherever she goes. So I don't see the the reason to pay an extra hundred dollars and then pay for Aust- a subscription. That's a very Austin thing. Yeah, well, guess what? I live in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I've, t- I've taken my laptop on trips, like the last trip on to San Francisco for uh, X10, and like the hotel didn't have Wi-Fi. It's probably the only hotel in San Francisco that doesn't have Wi-Fi. But I mean, that's happening. I, I also booked back into the cheapest possible hotel okay. I could. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like if you look at like, and also how often does my wife travel? Two, three times a year, maybe. Yeah. The point is, ninety-nine percent of the time, she needs to use that iPad. She will be within distance of Wi-Fi. No, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then plus, plus because we have AT&T, she gets free Wi-Fi at any AT&T hotspot anyway. That's Where true. are those? Um, uh, most Starbucks have them. Most Starbucks, yeah. Is there an internet jack on those things? Like an actual plug? No, I don't think so. No. In my opinion, I think you don't realize how much you go without it because you always have your iPhone. When was the last time you had your iPhone around a wireless? Network? Yeah, I used, you know, before I had my iPhone, I had my iPod Touch. And it's like that, you know, it's, you know, very similar to an iPhone. Mm-hmm. It runs all the apps, but Wi-Fi only. And for the most part, I could get by okay. The only time that it really sucked was, uh, like, waiting for the bus. Yeah. And even then, I could wait for the bus down here. There was, um, I could get the Wi-Fi off the Starbucks at the corner. And since we have AT&T internet service for our office, I would log in with that and get it for free. Yeah, there you go. So we're going to try taking the uh, the Metro anytime soon? You guys want to ride that out somewhere? To Leander? No. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to Highland Mall. Does it run on the weekends? I'm thinking it just runs nonstop now. Uh, I mean, like every, well, every day, not nonstop, but every day. I would I would do it on like a Saturday or Sunday, but the times are wonky for yeah for weekday travel. I don't know. They they only run it during uh like prime commuting hours in the middle of the week. I don't imagine it would run it on the weekend. You guys are gonna have to explain what you're talking about. Well, oh, Austin Metro Rail opened up after like a seven year battle. Yeah, that's the commuter rail that got voted in. Like, how many years ago was it voted in? Was it 2002 or three? I think 2003 or four. Yeah, yeah. it was and a while. It, and literally, they they just opened it this week after all that time. They were supposed to open last year around this time. Yeah, it was supposed to open last South By. And then, like, the week before they were supposed to launch it, they were like, uh, it's going to take us a little longer. We'll, we'll let you know when it's ready. It's and been it delayed be now for two two full years. Yep. Yeah. Do you hear the, the biggest complaint now is it's too quiet? And they're afraid someone's going to, like, walk onto the track and not notice a train's coming? I heard that yesterday they actually had to stop the train because someone was standing on the track and refused to move. And the <laughs> train had to come to a complete stop. Security got off the train and arrested him. Like a was that like a wacky homeless guy? Or yeah, it was, it was just like, like some a crazy dis- guy. Okay, it was like just refused to move, made the train stop. Huh? And then, and then later, another dude was like walking down the tracks, saw the train, and like at the last minute, jumped out of the way. 
Then the train kept going, then he just jumped back on the track, kept walking. Weird. It was like Stand By Me or something. I guess. <laughs> or a bridge he had to get across. Train dodging. I saw, I saw a clip on LiveLeak in Detroit where a firefighter and a cop, this is the story at least it's posted, they stopped on the railroad tracks to talk to one another, you know, driver's side window to driver's side window, and a train ended up hitting the fire truck. What the fuck? Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous. Wow. I mean, apparently the train comes around the corner. Cop has enough time to see it and backs the hell out of the way, but they can't move the fire truck in time. And I mean, a fire a fire engine is a very expensive piece of equipment. I mean, how much do you think a fire engine costs? I don't know, man. A couple hundred thousand? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably half a million, I would guess. Jesus. For, well, for the, the newer ones, yeah. yeah. For a chatting vehicle. And then hits the, and the train hits it, too, so I'm sure the train was damaged as well. No, nah, who cares about the train? No, the train. I'm sure the train was fine. It's crazy, man. A train, you watch those train videos, nothing slows a train down. Nope. A train will go through anything. They should just, like, that's what they should do when they want to cut through a mountain. Just build train tracks like, right up to the mountain and just fucking that drive train, a train That, that should it. be, like, a new weapon. We should just build train tracks to our enemies and then just send trains at them. It's nothing stops it. Nothing. Yeah, I always think about that one. Did you ever read the Halo novels at all? Anybody? No. no. Yeah, they do a lot of the space battles in the Halo novels, like ship-to-ship stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have those big Mac cannons, which they fire a, a huge slug of spent uranium. That's the big human weapon. In kind of like a railgun fashion. Mm-hmm. And I always think about it just being like firing a train at somebody is what yeah. these things do. Yeah, those they, are the big they showed orb- those at the beginning of Halo 2, right? Yeah, those are the big orbital guns and you're in one of the platforms that you're fighting at the beginning of Halo 2. Mm-hmm. I believe so. You're in, you know, or at least you're around them. Yeah, I think you, you can see them like when you're walking around fighting. If you look out into the distance, you see like one of them blow up and one of them fire. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty cool. It's our, it's our answer to the plasma weapons that the Covenant have. <laughs> Let's just make a gun, but... Huge, <laughs> exactly. It's like that's like that's like that's our thing. We take projectiles and make them bigger and faster. It's the yeah. Texas way. I'll look at the I'll look at the actual specs on this. while you guys talk about something else? Uh, hey, well, you were out of the office when this announcement came out, Jeff. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see that it's speculated that the Xbox is going to start supporting external USB memory devices? I did see that. Yeah, very exciting. Up to sixteen gigs in size. Six, I, is that the cap? Sixteen yeah. gigs? Yeah, that's and great. and you can bond up to two different sixteen gig devices to your Xbox. Will they be like? Can it be any USB device? Do you have any so. idea? Like, I just get memory stick. USB hard drive. Yeah. Can you partition like a 32 gig memory stick? Do you think? Why that's, not? That's what I was curious about. I don't like, know. Why not just let those third party memory cards that Bernie and I have work again? I think. I think just because I think people will use it to hack. Maybe they they don't think they have full control over that. But I guess USB what opens USB, it up to yeah. everything. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure those companies will now come back around. I, I for one, like it. I think they took away something, I, I and now too. they're offering another solution. I realize that I may not be the typical Xbox gamer, but I have a 512 meg card that I keep my profile on and then all of my saved games because I work from home and the office back and forth a lot. And it's a constant it's a constant file management problem yeah. for me. 512 meg seems like a ton, but it uh, it fills up pretty fast. Yeah, I just end up archiving. Like any game I'm not playing right yeah. now, I just archive it to my hard drive. And then when I need it, it's like, oh. But then it becomes, oh, which hard drive did I put right, on? Right, because you got like three or four hard yeah. drives at home, and it's a whole thing. DMZilla was here last week with us. Yeah. And I heard he sat in on the podcast. Yeah. He told me about something cool about the way the DRM works, where you can consolidate all your purchases to one Xbox. You can do that once a year. It's a service they offer. Oh, really? And you can just go online and do all your DRM. Like, this is my Xbox. DRM transfer everything to this box. Is it a paid thing? or well, no, I, I think once a year it's free. I'm That's thinking, awesome. You know, I'm, but it's really cool because in my house I buy stuff all over the place. I buy stuff at work. So, And the way the DRM and the Xbox works is anyone can use it on that Xbox. So if I think about a family, anybody in my family could play the downloadable content on that Xbox as long as it's the one I bought it on. How do you go about doing that? Is that like an option on the Xbox menu, or do you have to go to the website? I believe so. I can aim. 
DMs. You probably have to call somebody. Like someone probably has to, mm. you know. Do yeah, because I've never seen an option for that, but that sounds really like yeah. that'd be really handy. Hey, speaking of Xbox storage, I th- I feel like I read an article yesterday, right before we were running out to go do our shoot, that uh, they've all but confirmed standalone 250 gig hard drives. Yeah, Major Nelson announced that he, in his Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he said you can buy them now. That's great. Which oh, is there, cool. Are they available now? Uh, he had a link know. that I didn't oh, okay. click on, so maybe it was a link to the announcement or a link to buy it. I've been using Zune Marketplace now for probably 75% of my entertainment. I've noticed that. Yeah, and so that would that's really helpful to me because I've been watching, I've been like obsessed with Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Burn Notice, and I've been... <laughs> Sunny. Yeah, I've been bought, uh, I've bought like pretty much every episode of both of those, so I'm starting to really eat into that hard drive space. Yeah, I just, I'm looking here on Amazon right now and you can buy a 250 gig Xbox hard drive for 130 bucks. I'll buy the hell out of that. And I, I, I bought whatever the, the next one up was before this. Was, uh, 120 uh, 120 gig? 120. Yeah, 120. And it comes with a tool that you just hook your drives together, essentially, mm-hmm. and it transfers everything. Yep. Works like a charm. Couldn't be any easier. Uh, so I was worried about switching, and when I did it, was I wish I'd have done it sooner. Yeah, those things are great. Uh, do you know if the 250 ships with that? I think I read a rumor that it's not going to ship with that cable. Oh, I don't know. So if it you should. have, that, if you have mm-hmm. that cable, hold on to it. Just just to be safe. I don't know. That's I'd have to research that. I think it came with a cable and a disc, and the disc mm-hmm. was the transfer part. I think the disc just had like an update to the to the... Firmware? Dashboard, yeah, just to make sure you had the software to do it. Oh, I see. Okay, kind of like that. My uh, N wireless adapter came with it. Right, same. You probably didn't need it because you connect Xbox Live all the time. Yeah, disc as well. Yeah, same thing. So let me tell you about this Mac Cannon before we get too far away from it. These are the specs on the Mac Cannon in Halo. Uh, a standard ship-based Mac fires slugs of either ferric tungsten or depleted uranium at around forty percent of the speed of light. The high muzzle speed gives the six hundred ton slug the kinetic energy and momentum necessary to damage a target. Uh, an orbital defense pr- platform, which is what you saw in the beginning of mm-hmm. Halo 2, fires a 3,000-ton slug at nearly 50% of the speed of light, around 150,000 kilometers per second. So, that's a big gun. Wow. Pretty fast. That's your nerdy moment of the day. That, that, that's, that's me getting revenge for you knowing how Luke Skywalker became a Jedi by <laughs> traveling to a cave and beating up somebody. <laughs> I didn't say that. I know, whatever you said, that he got Qui-Gon's lightsaber. You know, we talked about the radio plays. That's not nerdy at all. Hello? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess he got enough Halopedia, <laughs> just so you know, which um, I found from a link from halo.bungie.org. So have you still been playing any uh, Bad Company 2, Jack? I was playing it last night, as a matter of fact. Really? Have you, you haven't, and you haven't touched it at all yet, have you, Bernie? No, I played Mass Effect 2 after playing Mass Effect 1 for, like, what, two or three weeks straight? It was, you, how many hours did you put in Mass Effect 1, do you know? When you were talking about playing Final Fantasy, you've been playing nonstop, it looks like, and you said you're only 30 hours in. About 30 hours, I yeah. mean, it I, looks like you've played a lot more than that. It seems like it. Okay. Because you played here in the office all day, and then you're at home playing it, too. Mm-hmm. That would seem like 16 hours a day to me. But I, as much as I played Mass Effect, I think I only logged, like, 38 hours on that. On Mass Effect 1? It seems... That's what the saves are telling me. Wow. Yeah. That's not very much. I mean, I'm sure I have some reloads that I lost, especially on Mass Effect 1. Man, one thing Mass Effect 2 has over Mass Effect 1 is the autosave system is way better. Way better. Mass Effect, you can forget to save, and it's like Bioshock where, oh, I'm dead. Hey, when did I save? Oh, that's right. I saved two hours ago. Yeah, that sucks. So, I'm fucked. So, basically, when you landed on the planet is when it autosaves in Mass Effect 1. But I was going to say, it took me two weeks or three weeks to get all the way through Mass Effect, the first one. Mass Effect 2, I probably played in like two or three days, mm-hmm. played through the whole thing, and I have all but two of the achievements. What, are you, what are you missing? Uh, hit level 30, and my guy's level 29 right now, mm-hmm. and then to play through on Insanity. So I basically just have to go through on Insanity. That new Mass oh, okay. Effect 2 DLC uh, came out 
Yesterday, right? Yeah, I was playing it this morning right before we started the podcast. It's costumes. No, no, no. There's the Firewalker DLC as well. That's the free DLC, which allows you to get the Hammerhead vehicle, and it gives you five new missions. Oh. I, no, I did the first mission. No achievements, though. Uh, not that I can see. Yeah, no achievements. Well, you probably would help you with your leveling if you need that. It does, for sure. And you get some. You get a lot of cash, at least from the first mission I did. Now, do you have to be... You say it's free DLC, but do you have to be part of the Cerberus network to get that? Yes. I, I think so. That's how I found it. Right. Yeah. But so you have to have bought the game new, or you if you bought it used, you have to pay the... Ten bucks for the Cerberus network. It's twelve hundred points. I think that's fifteen bucks, right? But if you bought the game new from a retail store, that you're part of the Cerberus network. Okay. Well, see now. Now look, this is where we run into that issue, right? I buy I buy it for my house. If there's more than one gamer tag in my house, who activates that code and gets that code? And I got lucky because I found out that if somebody else in the house gets the code or buys the DLC, then it just shows up in mine as well on huh? that console. So. But if you're on multiple consoles in multiple places, it becomes kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, I haven't had a problem. Like I'm, I play at work and at home, and I have the Cerberus network at both. So yeah, how did he's you... talking about multiple gamer tags? Yeah, though so you're but playing but... the same gamer tag on both boxes. So, yeah, yeah, but he's work. also saying that like as long if it's on a console, any gamer tag can use it. Yeah, but he like like oh, is that true? Yeah, like if it was like my upstairs, I have an elite up there, and if it was downloaded on that box, then everyone who plays on that box can play it. Everybody who puts a gamer card in there can play it. But, like, if I want to play downstairs, since I'm not the person who used the code, I can't use it downstairs, and I have to pay 1200 bucks. But couldn't the person it. who used the code upstairs download it downstairs as well? Then the, you could use the it? The person could, yeah, but we bought the game for my house. You know what I mean? The DLC came with the game. You know, it's kind of a... Does that make sense, what I'm saying? No, because, like, I, I thought, if, if anyone can do it, couldn't the person who bought, who has the code, go downstairs... He can go anywhere. ...use it, I know, and then, then couldn't you follow him and also play downstairs? No. No, because he has to be logged into Xbox Live to verify to use the account. Because hmm. if, if you, it's tied to the the MAC address or whatever the serial number for the box for the the Xbox. So let's say Jeff and I live in the same house. Hey, baby, what's up? Hey, and need, I buy need DLC a week for the dishes. <laughs> Thanks, I'll get right on that, sweetie. I buy the DLC on our Elite, right? Mm-hmm. And then I walk over to our regular Xbox. I can re-download it on the other Xbox, but on that other Xbox, I have to be logged into Xbox Live to use that content. Mm-hmm. Does that make I sense? I see. Yeah. So if I'm not home and I have my gamer tag there, Jeff logs into the white Xbox, he can't use it. And that becomes confusing, too, because what if Jeff plays on the Elite and makes a save? Is his save valid on a box that doesn't right. have the DLC? But you don't have to be logged in and validated on the Elite. Correct. Okay. So he would always have to play Mass Effect on the Elite. Right. Confusing? Copyright issues usually are. Yes. But it becomes more confusing when now part of the full game is presented as DLC. Which, Mass Effect 2, it really was. Yeah, it really integrates it. Yeah. Because that Zaid, there's Zaid missions, which is that mercenary character. Mm-hmm. He's part of the Cerberus DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, I do like the way Mass Effect does the DLC with that Cerberus network, and they just kind of add DLC. Like, you pay once to get on that network thing, and they just keep adding DLC to it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, when I went in to download the Firewalker DLC this morning, there were two other DLC packs that I wasn't aware of. There were weapon packs, but still, I, just, I, didn't I, know I think they were there. that's part of that Project $10 that EA's trying to push. Because yeah. Bad Company 2 also came with, like, the VIP code. And I assume, like, when the DLC comes out next week, that it'll be the same way. It'll just show up if you enter the VIP code. And yeah, you'll be able to download what, it for free. That's what it is. It's free DLC if you're a member of the VIP. Right. Thing. And that's hmm. just their way to make, you know, make to eat into used game sales. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, hey, we got PAX East coming up this week. Woo! And uh, we got an Alamo showing next week. That's right. Uh, April 1st. Sold out. Which is sold out again. We're in the biggest theater. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess if you're going to be... Uh, and PAX East is sold out, too. 
So I hope you come see us. I hope you already made plans to come see us because we're not <laughs> both locations are sold out. Now. Do you know how big the big theater at South Lamar, Alamo, South Lamar is? No, I don't know. It's, I want to say like three fifty. Wow, that's pretty cool. I think. All right, anything else we want to plug before we wrap up? Uh, just if you're making plans at PAX, we have now two very cool things to show. We're going to show. Yeah. The thing we talked about earlier in the podcast where we were out shooting outside yesterday, it's, and then the first few episodes of Reversible. That one's definitely worth it just to see. Gus, Gus gets some well-deserved comeuppance. <laughs> and uh, our panel is at 3.30 on Saturday at PAX East in the big theater. I forget what they call it. <clears throat> we might not have enough time for Q&A in this panel because yeah. we won't be showing too much stuff, so we're going to have to cut some of this stuff down Yeah, to have time for some audience interaction. Mm-hmm. That's always a lot of fun. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye, everybody.